Beer Pitch Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Pitch Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, when you listen to this episode, make sure you're subscribed and hit the ding like a link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Show your support, begin as a five-star rating or head to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. My name is Gavin. I've got my drinking buddies in person. Calm you and MD. Hello. Good evening. Hello, hello. Good evening. Hello, hello. In person. I'm trying Indeed. I we say this every time when we get when we're back together. I can't remember the last time we did it. And I actually can't. And I usually can't remember because we get fucked up. It's <laughs> usually <laughs> the night is young. <laughs> That's true. It is very, very true. Well, for you. Well, I, <laughs> you're a designated driver. Designated taxi. Taxi man is in the house. I've, got, uh, I've at least got an, an intriguing beer that no one in the UK is going to get a chance to try that I can talk about. However. And maybe shouldn't they try either? Well, however, possibly, maybe. Oh, yeah. um, we'll do it as we normally do. I think as I'm going to say, go around the virtual table and see what we're drinking. But me and Cam actually don't know what we're drinking, so you're going to have to. Tell I know us. what I'm drinking. Oh, now. you know, right? Go ahead, I, then, Cam. I know what I'm drinking. Poured expertly poured from Mark's perfect draft um, machine. Gavin and I are currently drinking a pint of Lauenbrau, um which is the uh, German Lager, five point two percent. And uh, aye, it's going down a storm. To be honest. Um, and prior to, prior to us uh, joining the podcast this evening, we went and uh, after a bit of miscommunication, ended up in <laughs> the ferry tap in uh, South Queen's Ferry, and I had a lovely pint of Stuart's 80 shilling. So, here, fucking cask poured 100% correctly. Indeed, yeah, indeed. We had, we, we, we'll, we'll probably talk about the, the, the festival that we were at in Bonus. Um, at the weekend, we'll talk about that a bit later. But right. uh, that kind of kind of let it down ever so slightly was that the the beer wasn't poured expertly. Um, we'll say that camera style. Um, so yeah, we, you guys had a half pint each, um, and I had a pint because I'm a JK bastard. Um, and they were all poured expertly, lovely head and everything else. It was, uh, aye, it was delicious. Not rushed, not rushed no, at all. It wasn't. They were. It was. It was a gentle, hard pour. Went to. She said, <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, like poured properly, because um, there is an act to it, you know, like like you pour it pouring for a keg, it's just like start and stop, and and but but cask pour is is difficult um, to get it right. It's so, a bit of welly, aye. It was. It was. Boys obviously got a good wanking arm. But it was good. It was nice to have a, a very nice, a very well poured cast, which was very, very good. And this beer that me and Cal are having tonight is going down a very nice treat. So this, this is the the one you're on is the Oktoberfest beer. Cal. Is it? So it's the six point one percent. Sorry, lager. Sorry, but uh, Lemon Brew, all, all, all the all the usual. But you know, it's a really nice pint. I'm glad I met. We had a couple. Dangerous at six point one percent. To be honest, aye, dangerous. Goes in a wee treat, a wee bit of kind of a biscuitiness and stuff, and lovely. It's nice and crisp and mm-hmm. proper. It's proper, proper crisp. Bye. Um, it's proper the kind of it's the kind of crispness that I was expecting for that verdict beer that we've been talking about for the last couple of, mm. couple of episodes. Um, maybe aye. a different style, you know, because that's a hell's, you know, it's maybe a different style, but it, um, aye, it's delicious. Perfectly expertly poured at a perfect draft as well, and that that's that's what I love, like. Every time I sample a beer out of the perfect draft, I think to myself, why have I not got one of these machines in my life? And then I realise that, you know... No made of money. I'm no made, I, I, a, I'm no made of money, and B, you know, I don't think my lover could take it. 
That aye, that's very uh, true. I know we got we got wired in the other night, which was um, spectacular. Um, MD. Oh, oh, here we go. Doctor Pepper. <laughs> Actually, it's not far off. Let's be honest. Doctor Pepper's good. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 so this is a sports beer. Um, Let's just pause for a minute and just yeah. just no, get, uh, absorb absorb that 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 terminology. A sports beer. You ever had so much passion on your only for America could you get sports beer? Look, I just think that, that I think that's an absolute win. To be honest, oh, man, and Roger that. Federer took a break for his sports beverage. <laughs> okay, can, can you imagine fucking Fed or Nadal <laughs> cracking a sports beer at the side of the tennis court? <laughs> How much respect would you have for him? You <laughs> but you know it's never going to happen. I know. So this is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so it's a 0.5 it's a non-alcohol uh, number it's from Turning Point Beer in the, the, the big state of Texas and so this is a, a cherry electrolyte infused sports beer and it's called Quencher and I've got to admit I've had so much shit man. it's it's weird it's it is super cherry like you made a point, it's got a bit of saltiness to it as well. It smells really cherry, like offensively cherry. I love, I love cherry flavored things. Like, like it's one of my favorite flavors. Mm, you know, but it is like gold member would be proud of this. Right, <laughs> it is proper salty. We need a keeper. I've got a bit of the snow keeper. No. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first mouthful of it, I was like, ah. This is weird and wonderful. And the second mouthful, I'm like, this is probably bound for the sink. Um, I don't know. How, no. how yeah, long? What it reminds me of, like, it reminds me of Diorolite. Oh fuck! Do <laughs> you right. see if you've ever had like food poisoning or a really bad sickness bug, and you're properly dehydrated, and you, you, the doctor gives you Diorolite sachets to mix mm. and, and to, to get your sugar, your salts and electrolytes and all the rest of it back up. That's what that shit tastes like. That's actually a how really long good it, How long has that been in the fridge? Is that, is that like icy icy? Ah, it's been. I'm just concerned that when it actually starts like getting warm enough, it's going to taste even worse. Well, I don't know if that's possible. So <laughs> I think I think we'll soon find out, put it that way. Um, it's a shame. But like, that's it, like you say, it's a... It's, a, it's an odd style. It's a salty cherry can of fish. I think it's pretty close to that, like... It's no right. I don't like and, to, and to brand it as a sports beer. Yeah. It's, is that a new market? I no. Don't, I don't think so. Like, it's a market you just fucking made up for, for the hell yeah. Uh, That's just, it's no market. To be honest with you, like, stick to LucasAid. Well, you know I, I mean? exactly. You know I mean, like, it's. I'd rather hide a beer in my bottle of LucasAid than have that. Oh, that's, nice. a, that's a sports beer. Look at that infused vodka. <laughs> I'll have the Yeah, I'm not. I, sorry, James, but I'm not buying this one. Like, um, no, no. The, the Texas beer we 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 sampled was. Uh, oh, they were stuff. superb. That's not beer. So, but it's, that was superb. Uh, well, away from that thing. Moving. Uh, moving on swiftly, uh, we managed to um, go to the bonus. Real Ale Society Festival thing on Saturday. Saturday. Was it Saturday? Yes. It was Saturday. It was the Bonus Real Ale Appreciation Society Festival. Thank you. 
Thank you um, very much. Returning in 2022 um, after a two-year hiatus, thanks to good old Rona. Um, I think Mark's fears to try to find a new book. And yeah, it was. I think everybody was glad to see it come back. It was it was busy. Um, we were there on the Saturday uh, session. Um, we were there battering the doors down at, uh, at sort of half eleven, and there were there were actually people in there before <laughs> us getting well getting getting fired into it. But uh, but we managed to sample all of the beers on offer because yes. we were working it as a team. Four of us were all we were all there. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was good. You, no, it was cracking. It was really good. I I did attempt to make my way from one end of the bar to the other. Um, decided after two beers, it's probably not the best idea. No. You might have seen it on our social media and uh, and Instagram and Facebook and stuff that I did take a couple of snaps of the wee booklet that we were going through, and um, said booklet has arrived. Um, just to remind and jog our. <laughs> Our very brittle <laughs> memories of what actually happened. Yeah, the last, um, few, the last few are a bit of a blur, to be honest. Well, the last fucking everything's a bit of a blur, to be fair. But to be the, I was even see before it, I was actually surprised at the breweries that were going to be there and the selection. I didn't actually get like I, I've been to a festival in Eastbourne, an ale, bless, an ale festival in Eastbourne, and it's been honking. It's just been shite, and and it's even this selection of breweries have been shite but this is actually a decent selection of local breweries to be fair yeah local and further afield and very much rep- and represented by um, some by MD I've got a few breweries in there right? yeah. I've got a few breweries brought, brought in and uh, Spray Valley uh, recommend, uh, represented by the big man but there was loads of others as well um, and there, there were a couple of years that uh, like standouts Stand out. We'll, 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 we'll start with standouts. We'll go standouts first. You've got to at least start with. True. So, Aye. my favourite beer uh, of the day was a uh, Top Outs Dunkel. Dunkel. 4.8%. And it was superb. Um, lovely chocolatey malts, but like. I was surprised they were there, not gonna lie. Aye, mm. aye, it, it was delicious. It was, really, it was really fresh. You could tell it was fresh. Um, and it, it's like a dark lager sort of style. Um, so so you're getting that sort of chocolatey malty flavour, but no the sort of roasty coffee aspect that you would get for a stout and and a bit of crispness that you would get for a lager. And it was it was absolutely superb, absolutely superb. I think we need to give a shout out incidentally for the to the Corby Inn because they're the actual folk that bought all the bought beer the beers. beer in. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's no like a festival London craft beer or. or Glasgow Craft Beer Festival where someone's there from the brewery representing. No. It's very so much it's, a kind of yeah. a camera feel festival. Yeah, type so the brass the brass guys are, are the ones that, that, that have staffed it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Corby Inn fronted the beer um, and there were there were a ton of local sponsors mm-hmm. that have that have obviously chipped in and uh, and helped make the day possible. Every, every one of the beers had its own sponsor. So I'm guessing that I'm guessing that the Corby Inn's recouped some of the expenditure for the beer so. um, from the from yeah. from the sponsors, which I think is a fantastic idea, and it's a a really easy way for for local businesses and stuff to get involved with with something um, super fun like this. Um, but yeah, that was that was my favourite. There was lo- there was plenty of standouts for me. Um, I think the I was really chuffed. Uh, I've I've had a bit of history with cross border brewery, um, and the the only time that I've that I've had them in the past was at a, a previous festival in Edinburgh and I actually had to ditch the beer because it was that shit 
Um, but I had a pint of their heavy, four point two percent, and it was absolutely superb. I think that was like my first, no, my second beer of the day, right. um, and it was just absolutely tremendous. Um, and I think their other beer went down quite well as well. Um, I don't think there was a there was a, a bad beer from Cross Brothers. To be fair, no, yeah. I, I I suspect mine and yours, Mark, are similar in the talus from right, fine ales. That was. I went back and back to that. I had that. I must have had two, three. I had that as well. It was good. A couple of pints of it. I just found it, um, so like. It was like so fruit forward. It was like had an orange peel to it, um, but at the same time. It was easy drinking, and All I felt right. like it really represented like cask beer done well because it was only three point eight percent, and so in terms of like super super session, mm-hmm. but I found it absolutely delicious. I think for me, I think for me is the first time I've seen a, a Talis beer on cask. I could, like, don't get me wrong, it's not that I go looking for it, but um, it was. <clears> I I went back for that a couple of times as well. It was fucking awesome. But we made our way through this big time. Like. We did. Well, we tried every beer. You know, at least one of us tried each of the beers. Um, <laughs> another, another, uh, another brewery that deserves a shout out for scoring two to two was Trist um, Brewery. Do you know what I mean, Trist? Trist. Trist. That was another fucking what is hash browns moment there. <laughs> like, um, aye. So they they had a, they had a, a session beer, Deja Vu, which was lovely. Um, but there, uh, which which I think came close for me for beer of the day was Raj. Um, and I'll confess that I was actually pretty blitzed um, on Saturday, so <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't recall the finer points of the beer. Um, but it was a five point five percent um paleo, and it was it was good. And Scott has actually written on the on the B sheet that we've got beer of the day question mark. So um, he had beer of the if day. The talent, if the talent is uh, is saying that that could be beer of the day, then I'm going to go. I'm going to go with that. And all. I think it was safe to say after maybe four or five beers of judgment or memory of the beers to dissect them was it is uh, few and far between. To be fair, I think I think that was the important like part. The, of it. The, <laughs> like it ended up just being one word things were put in like shite. shite. <laughs> <laughs> right. mm-hmm. but, so, but just, what, what else is is the, I think before we go into shit, I think we should probably talk about that. Um, the hybrid. Uh, hybrid. Hybrid. And I think, certainly amongst our circle, the, the, the hybrid beers tend to get a bit of a hard time sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, rightly or wrongly. Um, I mean, we're all entitled to our opinions, and that's what the podcast's all about. But, yeah. but they, 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 the hybrid had a beer um, called Congo, and it was 6%, and it was, it was billed as a tropical stout. Um, but it was very akin to like a black IPA. So, right. so I think, and you said, what was that, Mark, about that beer? Was the was it the first beer to sell out? Uh, that's uh, right. It was the first beer to sell out um, in the festival. So that says it all, really. Um, I was I was uh, being honest. I was a bit skeptical. I know Rab quite well. I've had good conversations with him at some of the Seba events that I've yeah. met him at, and I've I've kind of said like you know he's Amarillo Gold and. And stuff like that, I think are all really like I, I think they're average cast beers. Like I don't like feel like they like represent like the style in terms of the f- overall flavor profile. However, Aye. this six percent tropical stout I thought was delicious. It looked the part as well. We were talking about like having beers that were poured well tonight. Aye, that beer 
like on the three four occasions that I hit our table, I, I it stood lo- up to a shit floor like like lo- it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, 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 you know, that's been really bad toward to the people that were pouring the beers, obviously volunteers and stuff. Um, but pouring cast beer as an art, as we've discussed, ah. um, you know, so so it might you know might not have been poured as intended. But this one, this one, regardless of how it was put in at the tumbler, it looked great. It had a great head on it, uh, a really dark. Um, a dark sort of creamy head on the top, um, and I had bags and bags of tropical aroma for what I can remember. But also having the having the roasted chocolate um, flavor profile. I think I think I mean we, we you done it. You, I mean you you came up with the recipe and brewed and brewed it, um, brewed it with Eric through at Bowden, and I think the style is just a win. Like I think it really is. It really is. It was nice because it it wasn't as hoppy as a black IPA would be, like you know, like but it had the creaminess of a stout, so it was actually quite a right. nice combo. I've got to admit, it's the best beer I've had for hybrid, like hands down. I mean, aye, and I think to be fair, I think it's at some points with some of the beers, and it might have been with porn and stuff, um, but some of them it was much of a muchness, and you were just like meh. In fact, I think a couple of a couple of them have actually written meh beside it because mm-hmm. the, the the thing is with Cass, and I think we were talking about your your dad, Callum, because your dad yeah your dad was there as well, Callum, and it's it's it was a conversation about body in cask, and it's just it's so hard to get a, any sort I, of body in a yeah, cask. I mean, even forever. even the beers that we thought were brilliant tasting, the. <laughs> There weren't really any beers apart from that Congo, the six percent, mm. and probably the Doppelbock from Top Out in terms of body, and they were six percent and seven point one percent. I mean, some of the some of the higher ones, like sort of over five, were were uh, were maybe edging towards being being decent. Yeah. But I think even the ones that are sort of five and six percent, they're toiling to get the body, um, and the paleo style for me. Um, no, but I think that's maybe just a, an occupational hazard there being cask. I mean, it didn't it didn't affect the taste really any. But the carbonation has a, a big aspect on that in terms of body because it gives it the life too, oh, exactly. isn't it? And, uh, and yeah, you would expect from canned keg beers, and then obviously, like the one, you don't know how long the ca- the the casks have been sitting. sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and to be honest with you, I know uh, the Corby they know how to look after cask beer, mm-hmm. as in like. No. But it wasn't getting poured at the Corby. Mm-hmm. It was getting poured at a town hall. So mm-hmm. all the lines would have been pre-built for the, right. the for the event. And and where the where the kegs uh, casks there's my thing where the casks <laughs> uh, settled beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, were the was there a spear in Aye. it or was it a widget in it? Because both of those have a a, 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 different, a difference in terms of how the beer comes out the tap and stuff like that too. So like, there's loads of variables, but um, you can see the you can see the difference compared to the obviously the kind of pit stop we had the night before we we, we recorded like the beers that we had this evening before we recording like the head in them was lovely lacing was fantastic <clears throat> whereas some of the beers we had at the festival struggled struggled with head stuck struggled with head retention it's, and it's all because back to the table it was it was like and it's all because of those things probably more yeah. than likely um, just the situation and like obviously they're trying to get through as many people as possible get the, the beers out and in all fairness to them like price wise for the, the, the festival and the price of the beers like you've got a half or 
<laughs> you got a two thirds half poor for uh, one ticket, which is one pound fifty a ticket, and uh, great value, honestly. And and for the you know you know what we're like, we we nitpick, we nip, and and that, I suppose that's our job on the podcast. Yeah. We, we need to be objective, and we need to <clears throat> you know there was there was a, there was certainly a few that didn't hit the mark for me. Um, but by and large, I think the whole day, the whole event was, was done really well. Um, there was even food on the go, um, which was brilliant. That was good food. Aye. Um, <laughs> Ricky's Kitchen, shout out. Aye, aye yeah. And <clears throat> the food was brilliant. And uh, aye, I, I don't think I could have any complaints about the no. day. Maybe some more music. <laughs> no, aye, aye, true. Uh, we had, we had the, 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 the Bones Bells Choir. Came in and gave us a few tunes, which were actually really good. Um, I, they were really good, um, but I think we could have probably done with a bit more. So there was a band on at eight o'clock at night. Oh, was there? Oh, oh, I, was I, was, I was fucking comatose. You were Backstroke by it. So I suppose the easiest point here is probably good. Like um, I want to call it like a pause break, but we've got a couple of empty glasses, and then let's fill up, and then we'll do a review of. The worst of the festival, will the we? Shit ones, right? The shit ones, right? Let's, get Let, let's refill and we'll, we'll come back and give you the shit beverages. Heist is from Hull. Sheffield. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Right, um, we have went to replenish our beverages um, for another round. And uh, Calm. What are you drinking? We're both on heist, incidentally. Okay, we've, yeah, we've that's, raided, a, that's a bit bad. Yeah. How, how have we raided his beer fridge, which is fucking stacked? Aye. I, went, I felt the pressure because I went first and I had a queue behind me. So, um, so yeah, we've both, <laughs> we've both picked up heist. Um, and obviously, we, we, we never had the, 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 beer, the heist beer when we did the heist podcast, so it's probably good to get back. Um, and uh, sorry, Gav's just ejaculated over the table. Um, I'm drinking a beer called Bring the Heat, and it's a, well, you ready for this, it's a fucking moofy. Um, it's a blueberry, strawberry, mango, vanilla, and milk sugar smoothie sour. Sour. Oh, well. 7.1%, and it's a collaboration between Heist and their friends Hidden Springs in Florida. So it's 25% fruit, and it's inspired by a Knickerbocker glory, apparently. What? Exactly. So, I never did that when I had it first time. Bring that back. You've got two. I know. You can have one yourself. Probably no. no. <laughs> wow. It's insane. Look how thick that's thick as. Look at that sitting in the glass. Right. It actually looks like a smoothie. Like it's just been blended. Yeah, it's proper chunky, and there was like a big, there was a big bit of sludge came out the bottom of the can, yeah. which was delicious. <laughs> um, and it's. It's actually delicious. It's it's got a real great body, proper fruity, not sour at all, um, and at the at the back end you're getting a real biscuity sort of cakey no. sort of flavour at the end. Um, uh, it's absolutely superb. This one, tremendous. Aye, I've uh lucky enough to have it. Um, the guys were very kind enough to send me some cans, and I had it a few weeks back, and it's the one I left to last. Because it, it, like you said, it's a mouthful and it kind of scared the bejesus out of me. But my god, it's fucking delicious. It's quite fruit smoothie like. Mm-hmm. No big thing. Mm-hmm. And it is biscuit at the back end. That's it's really kind of, dare I say it, it's kind of Vault City. Vault City. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. Come on. 
he said the exact same thing I, I thought when I had it by myself with nobody else around. And I was just sitting in a corner in now, a cupboard. Now, that's, that, that's the kind of thing you can say in the cupboard by yourself. However, that's a sweeping statement when... Nah, I, I'm... I don't think it's got the body of a vault side beer. It's only 7%. Only. If you look at the, the guava... Mango, Ooh, kiwi, mango, kiwi, melon, pineapple, all fruits. Um, that's ten something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, there's a big difference between ten and seven in terms of. Well, exactly. But and you remember the tons and tons and tons of fruit. That's twenty five percent though. Like a, a on a sour beer or a fruity beer, most brewers or breweries will put it's the ten percent rule is how they go with flavour to make sure you hit a flavour. Okay. I think it's good. Oh, yeah, it's good. I, I'm just... I, 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 I'm agreeing, agreeing with the sweeping statement of it's, it's, a, vault, it's a vault city calibre. So, oh, I, I don't know if I said that. Well, you fucking did. No. How is he not said that? I think if you... If you oh, how is he not said that? We might have to rewind the tape. I think, <laughs> I think if you rewind and play it back, what I said is, dare I say it, it's vault city like. What's the fucking difference? <laughs> It's no saying it's the same calibre. I'm saying it's like it. That's like saying it's tenants with fruit in it. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just like, you may as well just make another sweet and pissy statement. It's good. I enjoy it. Nice. <laughs> I can play devil's advocate. So no, I mean, it's, 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 it's probably, I mean, we know we know that, that, that Vault City break their beers down into the 33. Sours. The three Modern. tiers. The, the three tiers. Um, I, I don't think it's up in the sort of the higher echelons as we say the, the big ten percent efforts, but it's certainly it's certainly sort of hitting the middle ground there for me. Aye, for me. But that I, in itself is high praise. I I thought it had the body and the and the thickness etc. for it to be that bracket caliber caliber. Aye, <laughs> I was trying to use that word. I was like, fuck it. Um, I myself are also in Heist and I'm on the Super Nintendo Charms Lucky Charms Breakfast uh, Nipa 7.2% I'll pass this uh, um, yeah, you've had it already big yeah. game. and by all means have another sample but this um, the Juice Bomb Nipa is not only bursting with tropical hot flavours but it's also bursting with Lucky Charm Breakfast Cereal and a healthy dose of lactose it's sweet, creamy and quite frankly Quite frankly, ridiculous, and it is fucking ridiculous. The thing that I can't, um, I can't comment on is the Lucky Charms because I have never had Lucky Charms. That's just, that's just sugar. That's all Lucky Charms are, mate. Roger, um, but it's it, by all means is a, a massive juice bomb. It's one of those beers when you when you crack it open, like the flavour just goes boff and smacks in the foot and the push. You don't like it. It smells great. It smells amazing, but I, I don't think I don't think the flavour lives up to how good it. I smells. don't think it has a body that you want it to have. But even even the even the flavour, mm. it's sweet and you then to avenge yourself. I just mm. flavour for me is really good. I just I I want maybe a wee bit more body, a wee bit more of a creamy body, especially being what did I say seven two. I just get quite a lot of sweetness and and no no whole lot no whole lot. Yeah, it's it's sweet, but sweet fuck. But it's 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 a nipa though. That's the thing. I think it's like a really good representation because for me, 
the nipa there's no there's no bitterness it's sweet it's kind of it's got a bit of juicy it's kind of got a bit of a uh, like there's something near the back yet i don't know I've got like apple or something coming in my head, but I know it's no apple, but like it's like kind of like a like it's got like a sweet. Like you get the initial sweet kick, and there's a wee extra wee bit that goes. Oh yeah. I I quite like it because I think it's quite uncomplicated, and can, but that's maybe I doing it a disservice, but considering it's all the shit that's went uh-huh. into it. It is it is lacto heavy. Aye. But I find it like it's good representation of see if, see if it only have all the adjunct pish on it. I mean, I and think... I just wrote Nipa. Right. Uh, I think I'm like I'm like it's doing exactly what I want. I, I know I know that the, the whole sort of lucky charms. It's like a breakfast cereal. So so the milk and the milk sugar, you know that that's sort of necessary. Right. For this for what they're going for with the lucky charm angle. <clears throat> but I just I think it's possible to. To have a juicy, sweet nipper without putting lactose in. No, I agree. No, I, 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 I understand why it's there. You know, it's, it's there for the whole Lucky Charm breakfast cereal thing. I get that. I just, you know, it's, it's probably the one thing. The, like the one thing when I initially had this, this is my second time having this beer, and the one thing that kind of put me off potentially having it was that Lucky Charm breakfast aspect of it. As it so what's Yes, like Lucky Charm is, is the breakfast bit in terms of cereal and all that jazz, but I was like, so what's that going to bring to the beer? And no having Lucky Charms, like you've said, it's, it's a, a, a massive kind of sugary kind of sweet punch in it. And it, it is that. And so I, I suppose it says what it's meant to do in the tin. I'd say so. I like it. I, like, I think it because I, <coughs> I, I feel yeah. like it's... I feel like it's they've maybe overdone it in terms of like what like they've given you the story why and all the rest of it, but I think like it the isn't. Smell off it is ridiculous. It is really, it's a really. The aroma is fucking unreal. I did enjoy it. I've got to admit, and 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 the grand scheme. The, the, to be fair, like the the aroma Look how and creamy the, that is. Nah, no. it the aroma and the the taste is slightly kind of it. it I'll agree with you, Calm, in some aspects, but it's kind of different to the taste. The aroma is like fucking waft. And then it tastes. I like it. I do like it. <clears throat> I think, like you say, Mark, I think it does what it says on the tin. Um, it's just, it, it, it's maybe just no my cup of tea. And that's what craft beer is all about. Now, that's <laughs> a really good segue, my, my friend, there, because you just said not my cup of tea. And now we're about to hit the what's what of what wasn't our cup of tea or what might have tasted like tea at the craft. Of this craft, the ale festival at the weekend. Now, dare I say, this is our opinions only, and oh, also there was a few a few scoops um, that were had. So, but I think um, we were all kind of of the same kind of thinking with the ones that we didn't necessarily. I, and, and you know, COVID isn't a hang anymore, so like classes were getting passed around, and oh, you know, I know that certainly I was I was with my dad, and, and he <coughs> he tried everything that I had, and, and vice versa. Um, Probably a reason why I was backstroking up the road early <laughs> doors. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, 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 craft beer and beer in general is, is totally subjective. And, and you know, the three of us could all try the same beer and we would definitely have different opinions on on that beer. But then that's what people listen for and we're honest. So let's get into it. So, so 
My first bad beer of the day was um, a beer called Jaguar um, by Kelburn. So Kelburn are like, I'm just going by, by background on the Kelburn are an actual, or like a cask institution yeah. in some of the, the bars and that and around. Mm-hmm. And I know um, local bars rave and people have talked about Jaguar um, as uh, like it will sell out really quickly. Yeah, really? I, I didn't enjoy it at all. I thought it was... I thought it was really piss. No, I mean I gave you a taste of when I had it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you did. You get it yourself? No, I didn't. No, and just it had a really unpleasant taste Aye. about it. You know, I, I, I can't even I can't even pinpoint it to. A, I felt there was nothing to I, it. <clears throat> I had the, it was like it was cold tea. It had like kind of like slight m- maltiness aspect to it, mm-hmm. but. Not in a good way. Right. It was like it was weak. I mean, I, this was a 4.5% beer as well. I mean, and that might not sound a lot, but but looking at the beers that are there, um, it's one of the you know, higher it's one, of the, one of the higher, it's at the higher end um, of the spectrum um, for what we were trying. And it just, it, it just, it was absolutely unpleasant, as I say. Right. I think the thing, I think the common theme between the ones that we didn't necessarily like, and I think it's because it's cask, is. It is that cold tea, like because it can just go shit. And one for me, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's my writing, which had an uh, an add on by I think it was Scott yeah, or again. yourself, I, yeah. and it was Fairy Brewery. And the thing is, see, it's like Fairy. We, we love Fairy stuff and the beers that they make, but Three Bridges, uh, four point five percent. I just wrote shit. <laughs> just straight to it. <laughs> I just wrote shit. And then granted, uh, Mark has has kind of abbreviated a little bit further, and uh, lifeless and poor. It was I, I just did not enjoy this whatsoever. Um, That's a stalwart of Fairy Brewery, you know, and 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 we know you know Fairy Brewery's won the won the Friggy for, for dark, best dark beer, um, uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so so we know that they that Fairy are brewing fantastic beers. Aye. So it's it's a bit unusual, um, but it is what it is. But again, let's come back to the point I made earlier about it depends on what exactly, task and exactly. the equipment that was getting poured on, all that kind of stuff. Like, because that's one of the things that I learned like recently on for cask pour, and honestly, the utensil you use to like, yeah, like yeah, to yeah. pierce the cask, right? In terms of how it, like how how deep it is and all the rest of it, and then it's interesting. <laughs> there was always worries. <laughs> <laughs> Super, super deep. Um, <laughs> but I, but even like like because some of the a lot of the, the kind of the newer casts are using like a widget, so it actually sits on the top of the beer mm-hmm. rather than the spear that hits the bottom of the keg. Right. Okay. Now, obviously, when like obviously does the, spear, the does the spear hit the bottom and then it, it oxygenates so, the, the whole beer to the bottom up. Up. So you're pouring from the bottom. So you when you're ah, when you're pulling right, 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 so you're right the okay, spear. Okay. Whereas the like the like a widget. Like you, you, you pierce in through the, the top, and then the widget sits on the top of the cast. So, like naturally, so it depends. Like the spear will sit like for uh, it's a side pour, uh-huh. uh, right? Cask, right. Um, and then I can't remember the. It's called a widget because I was fucking. I bought one today, like for client. But anyway, it's that's for like when the cask is sitting vertically, right. so it comes through the top. So basically, it allows. So if you think about obviously the beer still fermenting in the cask. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Aye. And then if you think about it, the sediment falls to the bottom, 
So when it's on its side and you're pouring from the bottom, you're pouring all the crap oh, the, the day up. And if, and if it hasn't been sitting for long enough for it to settle, mm -hmm. you're getting all that yeast and all that stuff coming through. Whereas when it's sitting on the top and it's pouring from the top, even if it's only been sitting yeah. for a couple of hours, Aye, the majority you're... of the pitch is going to have descended away the from bottom. the, the so I think we need to. There's one we need to mention as well, and um, and not to sound like we're biased and stuff, because like we said, there's a lot some breweries there that Mark does represent, but um, we need to be proper to our roots. Uh, real beer, real breweries, real opinions, and that the hop will prosper. Um, wasn't he? It's 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 meant. To, it says it's a Westie, and um, I'll give you a list of things. It's no. I'll be the first to tell you it's no Westie. It's, it's um, not you know, Westie. <laughs> I'm a, a Westy connoisseur. Um, it's it's a super malty um, five percent. It it's, it's pleasant, but it's just not Westy. It's not West Coast, and uh, if you're going to put West on on the bottle and on the label, it needs to be there. The other beer, and um, for being honest, well, that didn't pour very well, and I've tasted it better was our Ritual. Aye. I, I, whether it was whether it was it hadn't been sat long enough, um, it it didn't live up to its usual liveliness, which was I was a little bit annoyed at. But again, that's that's the thing with cast beer. It's um, it's you know it's it's alive still, and you know it it, it has to. Be. That was my first beer of the day as well. Like here we go. I was like, oh. But you know, <laughs> but I know when the beer got there. But the beer was delivered. I know the beer was delivered to the pub. Right, okay. So the pub was, uh, then it was then shipped from the pub to the town hall. Up the hill. Up Aye. the hill. But, you know, obviously you're transporting and all the rest of it. Right. Um, and then it, I don't know how long the beer was sitting that, for. Yeah. Um, and it does need to settle for a lot of it. And like you said, the, the way it's been sitting with it's vertically or horizontally. I don't know how they poured them. I know I know the, the kegs that, um, I keep calling them kegs because they are steel kegs rather than, uh, but, um, I know the casks that Alchemy use are best set, suited to be poured vertically in terms right. of how the how the beer sits. That's it. That they're they're like the small things that you, we couldn't see any. Of you the can't. Casks. We couldn't see it, so you can't. Casks. You don't really know, and no. um, unless we just <laughs> let me see your casks. <laughs> I think that's the uh, get lifted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's something that I learned literally this week. Mm. And it actually changed, like you know, like we've we've spoke about this before about how we, mm -hmm. you know, review beers and how we, you know, and it's shit and fuck and all that kind of stuff. And oh, there's a lot know, of variables in there. There is. You know, and but but at the that. end of the day, we are beer customers. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Look. We're beer customers, so we can only do we can't do anything else apart from review the end product. Yeah. So yes, there might have been mitigating factors Correct. as to why the beer tasted the way that it did when it arrived in our glass. But we, all we can do is review the beer that's in our glass. I, um, I totally agree. I think, and that's the thing that breweries need to know. Like, so if let's be honest, like if we if we didn't talk about this, and let's be honest, there's probably not very many fucking podcasts that are talking about this beer festival. Let's be completely fucking honest. Nah, and zero, aye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if they if they do listen and they hear that, like it, it gives them for maybe next year going okay, right. What happened between our beer between A to Z and like where is it? What happened, and why is like for said beer for like so I said, the for example that ritual pale I wrote meh beside it and meh is never like a good thing. You're like it's either shit or good and you can't decide meh. But they might listen to this and go right because so what can we change for next year? What do we need to look at? Oh, what's that? 
It's the Williamsborough stuff because I thought it was worth mentioning as well. <coughs> I did. I, f- I forgot about the third page. No good line. The third, like for me, um, the um, seven giraffes and Williamsboros. Um, I was actually quite excited when I seen Williamsboros there, and the two beers didn't really give me too much of excitement. But having tried Joker on cask at the Seba Awards, Aye. right. I thought, and I raved about nah, it. I remember saying that. I raved about it. I was gutted that when we went, we went to see about the Seba event the, um, day the day after, and we didn't. The Joker wasn't even there, Aye, so, so it was sold out on the Friday. So we went on the Aye. Saturday, and it wasn't there. So and it was like honestly, it was incredible. So I was quite excited. That it was, so we had the Talking Head uh, four point four, and we had the Seven Giraffes. So I, I didn't have the Talking Head. I had the Seven Giraffes, and it, it honestly, I got it back to the table, and I was thinking. I've hit the jackpot here because it smelled incredible. I had everything I was wanting Aye. and it was so lacklustre. Uh-huh. It was so poor in terms of its flavour. It, it just it, it just died in the glass. There was actually nothing nothing, near. nothing to it. Just I was what a- so gutted. Because <laughs> the reason I was joking about it is because um, Linz came in at that point and that was a beer I had and she had a a strawberry cider, oh, right, clear. from uh, Thistle Cross, and she nursed this thing because it was like spiced vinegar, yeah, right? Like it was like a really vinegary, rosy wine was the easiest way to oh. describe it. It was terrible, and we both finished the drink at the same time. Right. That's how bad the seven giraffes was. Yeah. I just could not get like, and it did the the, the tail ends of it got. Tossed to be fair, oh, I, I tossed me everything. It was the it was the, oh, uh, you t- the you tossed, you I, tossed, I tossed nearly the whole the whole half slash two thirds. That, I remember that conversation going. How did we get the dish it? <laughs> and it's like table toilet. <laughs> <behind our> seats. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a the table toilet. Just fire it so, in the sink. So yeah, I think I think uh, <laughs> by and large it was it was really really successful day. Um, the one other one that we've probably no touched on. Um, was Top Out's Doppelbock, and Aye. that was probably the one that I was most disappointed with mm. um, of on the day. You know, I had, you know, I know you had looked at the beers that were available beforehand, Gav, yes. and you had as well, Mark. I had sort of stayed away. I wanted it to kind of be a surprise, and when I went when I went in and seen the I seen the Doppelbock, and I thought, ooh. You know, Doppelbock Lager, 7.1%. I thought, this is going to be Aye. phenom for top out. And it just wasn't it. It, 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 was, it had a sour taste. It, it, it tasted off, mm-hmm. to be honest, which is a real shame, you know. And we, we know that that's not who top out are. And, you know, they, they, don't, they don't make shit beer. So there's obviously something's happened to that cask um, at some point. To, to, to make it the way that it was, um, but it really was it was unpleasant, which was a real shame for me. I kind of agree with you on that. I was I was really disappointed. I my the one I had was like proper sour, and oh, you know, like sour for me is uh, you know so maybe not overly sour for everybody else. Aye. However, um, I I just like in the grand scheme of like the whole. Doppelbock lager and all the rest of it. Like I'm just hanging it up here just now. It's like, you know, a malty, fresh, light, toasty, Munich style lager. You know, caramel, toffee, mm. 
dark fruits, and I know it's obviously like like sort of you know it's bock and lager and that. So the the trigger thing for me is see if it said double bock, like fair enough. Aye, but I had the lager after it. So for me, like the lager, like cast lager is like honestly like like gold dust. The amount of people that ask for a cast lager is unbelievable, yeah, and it's, it's so rarely done mm-hmm. because. <laughs> Everybody, because everybody expects carbonation mm-hmm. from a lager. You know, you expect the fizz, yeah, yeah, yeah. you expect and all the rest of it, and it's really difficult to get that naturally. Yeah. But for me, it was the sour aspect of it. It just, it, it just didn't live up. I was, I was gutted as well, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I mean, I must admit that that was my third beer, and I think I was, I, I kind of enjoyed it a wee bit. Then when you when you just mentioned there. All the bits that it was meant to have, and I think back to it, I'm like, ah, and you're like maltiness and blah blah blah. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And then you said fruits, and I'm like, ah, I had fruit, and then like you said, it, it was it was it's sour, sour. Um, aye, and that that I can imagine that beer wasn't it meant to wasn't it meant to taste like that. But like you said, it's, there's something clearly something's happened. It has to have been something you know. has happened. But overall, in terms of the the festival itself, it was really really good. You guys. Also mentioned that you uh, you guys went to the Seba one at ha- um, no Hamden uh, Murrayfield excuse me yeah. um, and that like this was what and Bowness was far better than that which kind I'm not gonna lie it kind of surprised me yeah I, I think it was <clears throat> it was much better organised um, it was a much better space um, the one at ha- the one at Murrayfield we we had to walk it was disjointed it was disjointed the 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 the, the, the Barwood was pouring all the drinks. Right. It was on the concourse of the stadium, and the seating area was in the, a, a, a hospitality suite um, in the stadium. So I think moving forward, you know, pick a different venue where, where the bar is in the room where everybody's sitting. Um, I just felt as though it was just it was a bit of an arse, and, and there was no atmosphere in in the room where we were all sitting drinking. Um, you know, there was nothing in there. It was just right. a big room. Um, yeah. So, so it's that thing as well. Like when you're in those types of, of, of festivals, like you want you want to see what folk are drinking and see what's pouring well and mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you see a, a, a clip turn around, you go, "Fuck, I never had that." Aye. You, exactly. want see, you want to see what folk are having <clears throat> yeah. in that. So, so I think I think it's probably better to have everything all in the same space, um, or at least you know some taps and tables in one space and Aye. some taps and tables in another space. So that it encourages people to move around. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this one, I think the two the two festivals had an equally good selection of beer. Um. You know there was there was breweries that were represented. Um. On Saturday that, that we didn't have at the Seba thing. Yeah. And vice versa. Um. So I'm not going to say that one had better beer than the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But but yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed that day better. Um. That was the company. Aye, well, yeah, exactly. no, I didn't get me wrong. I mean, it was me, <clears throat> me and Scott and and our dads um, that were that were at the Seba thing, um, which was special in itself because you know I, lo- I love going out drinking with my dad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing when the four years are together. It's just that sort of chemistry that we all have together. Um, you just know. go tits it, <laughs> <laughs> backstroking. Oh, yeah, is it go hard or go home? To be fair. Speaking of which, I need to go and replenish my glass. Are we replenishing? Are we replenishing? Let's replenish. Yeah. Jobbies. Jobbies. Right, we're back. We've repl- replanned you know. <laughs> the fridge was raided one more time. Ah, fridge was raided once again. Not our fridge. Uh, Mark's fridge. Because he's got a ridiculous amount of beer. 
two fridges were raided, might add. Which is great for us. Fantastic for us. I'm actually really chuffed because, like, I just said that culture there. There's only so much beer you can drink. I know that sounds terrible, and I know, like, he's a couple know. in. Third world problems. 100%. <laughs> third. No, second world problems, mate. Second world problems. But I think it's... Uh, so the Scottish Beer Awards um, were held last night or the night before, off whenever last couple of days um, from recording this. And some of the winners, as you know, in our previous podcast, we predicted, and we were—I would like to say—we were about fifty or sixty-five percent correct. Obviously, we done all right. We did. Honest. We did pretty good in our predictions. There's like a there few newbies. There was a mash gang that won. Incidentally, a, a collab with um, Fierce. There was a couple of Fierce winners. Um, the usual Williams Bros and Stuart stuff. They all won. And incidentally, I don't know. You might remember when we had seventy one on, and we we spoke to Claire. Yeah. And Ian. Ian. Ian, so Ian from the brewery, he's actually now moved on. He's doing a different thing. I think he's involved in whiskey. Rum. <clears throat> Rum, excuse me. Thank you. He actually did a a live, a, a Facebook Live after the Scottish Beer Awards. And I jumped on it and I was watching it. And I gave my, my 50 pence here and there. And one thing I ended up, I ended up saying is they actually should be rebranded and called the bi-weekly uh, Aldi Beer Festival Awards because it's it's they're no they're not it's not the Scottish beer awards it's not the best beer in Scotland. No, it's good beer, and, and I want to make sure I say this: it, no disrespect to any single brewery that won, none whatsoever, because you make fucking good beer. However, it's the same stuff that keeps winning every single every single. Why are we not pushing? Why are we not pushing it further? Why are we just happy we? The same stuff winning think, every single year. I think it's because the onus is on the breweries to enter their beers in to win. Aye. And I don't know, I, I mean, I've got zero experience in award ceremonies and fucking all the rest of it. You know, that might be that might be what is required. You know, you need to enter your product in to generic, you know, category Aye. for it to whether it's a Hoover or a fucking you know <laughs> or or you know, a mop or fucking you know, whatever it is, <clears throat> might be the onus might be on you to say, I like this product, I'm going to enter it into whatever awards I can enter it into and yeah. see if it wins. You know, and if that's the case then fair enough. But you know, I think if 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 you're if you're having a sweeping statement like the Scottish Beer Awards, then the onus should be on the beer awards to go out there and try as much Scottish beer as they fucking yeah. possibly can and then and then say these are the best ones that we've had this year, as opposed, you know, as opposed to you know, ten breweries saying I think this beer's good. Aye. I'll send it to you. And it's it, it's hard because it doesn't feel like it is the best of the best. And like I said, it's no disrespect to the breweries that have won whatsoever because they do make the, and they do produce really good beers. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's you could you could probably list like five breweries that weren't they represented whatsoever. And it's it is because and forgive me if I'm wrong, it's it's Aldi, isn't it? Yeah. Aye. So it's Aldi that sponsored it, so it's very much an onus on the beers that are going to be in Aldi. So you're not looking at big mass so I think the best IPA was Tin Man for Williams Bros. 
Yes, it's a good beer, but is it the best fucking IP well, you've tasted in Scotland? It's the best Scotland? IPA that's, that Scotland's produced in the last 12 months. Like, let's be honest here. Like, let's be honest. We're missing, like, we're talking about IPAs, and our guest that was supposed to be on this week, last week, STF. Exactly. <laughs> Glasgow-based brewery, their IPA this year was unreal. Like, and that's just came off one beer that's came off the top of my head. Uh, and again, no disrespect to Williams, bros, but... We've said I I bought two tin. I've came up the road and I I've bought two tin mans and they're they're good beers. Well, it's one of the beers that you when you see solid. it, you pick it up. You're five hundred mil can and, and you know. But you when they go, oh, this is beer. the best beer IPA in Scotland. No, it's that's for me. Like it needs to be expanded, and for the like. So you might have seen it. You might not have seen it, um, Scott. Um, um, Big McGill, he's no waste tonight, but um, he put a, a tweet up um, whilst this was going on, and I'm going to read the tweet, and I'm going to hopefully it's still recording whilst, whilst I push this button. So basically, Scott put a tweet out saying, Pilot, as miffed at not winning awards as you are, not being invited to provide media coverage in the Beefish podcast. So like, so yeah, we we we're as miffed we're as miffed as you are. So so we're as miffed that we didn't get to go and you know provide media coverage as you must be for uh, for for not winning an award. An award and their response was along their response was along the lines of you know what what do we have to do to actually win an award? Maybe we should even enter, and and yeah. maybe that says it all. You know. Well, that see, aye, that's probably the best point. That weirdly, you have to enter this thing. Exactly. And it's I don't it's it's not a judging issue because we know people that are, are that judge it and it's a very it's a, a blind taste. <clears throat> so you don't know what you're drinking and you get a wee scorecard and you, you yeah. tick your boxes and all that shit, you put your notes. Yeah, we've not got any qualms <clears throat> about the process. No, no, no. Because no. if it's blind, you know, and tenants comes out as the best lager, then you know, if it's the best lager out of the ten that, that you tasted, then fair enough. Yeah, I actually want silver. Well, there you go. So, so, and, and I've not got a problem with that. I've not got a problem with that at all. If, if you know, if a, a panel of judges get ten laggers and they pick a winner, and it happens to be ten that's gluten free, then fair enough. You know, that's fine. But what I, what I'm looking for is a level playing field in terms of entrance and and and. and you know, maybe it would be an unrealistic, but that potentially just, it just seems as though that's that's. I mean, sense. what what I would I would really love um, to get some clarity and un- understanding. Like we said, we're not questioning the judging, we're not questioning necessarily the beers, but, but maybe the process. And if we can get somebody for the Scottish Beer Awards, aka bi-weekly Little Awards, um, Aldi, excuse me, mm-hmm. <laughs> even a fucking up me in joke. To come and just have a chat with us, just to clarify what what's what, um, would be handy. And I, you have internet, and I do not, yep. as I'm I am recording. But you can probably see what was what better than I can. I'm on. I've got the winners up. But I just uh, I was going to run through a couple of quick hits. Um, not to be like I'd say I don't want to go <clears throat> in in depth and everything. So, um, Williams uh, Williams Bros won uh, Scottish Brewery of the Year. So say but say whatever you want on that. The Scottish Brewer of the Year was Andrew uh, Barnett Barnes. for Barney's, and I've got him. I met and uh, Andy. I can't argue with that. I met Andy um, when I done a, a interview for him, right? And 
they have got that's like a four man member of team like like four uh, staff. It's a, a tiny wee spot and Aye. all the rest of it in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and you know they obviously pump out a, a, a load of beers for supermarkets and all the rest of I'll it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I and I know he's uh, a, a really wicked brewer on that sense. So uh, fair play. Anything? No. It goes no, back I, to that. I, Sorry, Cal, on. I just, I've had a couple of Barney's beers um, from Aldi and <clears throat> not been overly impressed, but but I would need to. I drank know. it fresh at the, when I was in the bar Aye. and it was, an, it, was a, it was totally different. Well, there you go. So, but it goes so back, I'm reluctant, it, I'm reluctant to, to it, criticise. It goes back to that thing of like, it just seems like it's, if it's in Aldi. I know they sponsor it, I get it. Yeah. But if, it, if it's in Aldi, then... It's good. They're going to lean towards those beers and those breweries, winning which, like Callum said, if you're if you're advertising and marketing it as Scottish Beer Awards, then it's no really, is it? It's no. the Aldi. It's the Aldi beer Scottish Beer Awards, yeah. as in every beer that's been in Aldi. What one's the best for Scotland? Uh, no, totally. I would agree. Like, there's a few. Uh, Barney's also won Scottish Small Brewery of the Year. Um, uh, Moonwake won newest um, like newcomer. No, fair they, enough. Fair like, enough. You know, they, they're making good stuff. Can I? I cannot argue. Grant, uh, have they got stuff in Aldi? You need to tell me. I don't know. I haven't no, seen any Moonwake. But doesn't mean it's but, not coming though. But then that <laughs> well, it does need. But I, I know off the back of this, what tends to happen it's, is they have another fucking bi-weekly festival, which has all the winners. winners they, yeah. For the fest, for the awards, excuse me, um, but that that just shows like obviously there's an aspect of you need to enter your beers to win it. So it's not like they went around and went what beers the best in Scotland. No, like uh, I'll hit this in a second. To that the point I was going to make there, but like so, um, you know, Pavlov's dog, for example, won best amber or dark ale. It's a beer that's been around forever, and it's a stalwart of a beer. But again, it's just like you tell me, there's that, no one. See that what one was that? Sorry, Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's dog. Right, right. See, that's the kind of that's the half issue I have with the whole thing is it's the same it's stuff that wins all the time. Like, why are we not try to push push the envelope, go a wee bit further? Let's try and do something with it instead of just oh, you know what. Pavlova's dog, there's Hoppo, there's a, another fucking Williams bro, Tin Man beer. We've had Tin Man for fucking years. I know. Where, is the, where is the innovation? Where is the new, exactly. exciting, progressive, you know, but we groundbreaking know. breweries that we know, we know these breweries exist, so why are they not getting fucking stage time? Yeah. So, okay, I was going to like, I was going to lead into this, but like, if you th- if you had to name, like off the top of our heads, three breweries just for easy five breweries that we know make unbelievable beer in Scotland that aren't haven't been represented. Now I found an SDF beer there, right, right. and it won a couple a, a, a silver or something yeah, yeah. or a bronze in one of the uh, things, right. But off the top of my head here, I'm thinking Cromarty, the Cromarty Overtone Pilot. Um, uh, Black Hidden Isle, Lane, Black Island. What's her face? Um, oh, they're a good brewery too. Dog, Dog Falls. Dog Falls. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what, <laughs> sorry, I know what's her face in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, and we, and and that's like there's no like like rehearsal there. That was just name Tempest. 
Name five breweries. Tempest, Bang. aye. Tempest are... Mind you, they're mate. Berwick, so they're, they're straight to the border. Uh, Splitting hairs, but no, you're, no, you're true. Um, but you know, there's uh, there's incredible then, breweries. Then, I, I, I'm going to come back to you then. So how come, like, Alchemy, are cross-borders in it? I've not seen any cross-borders. Cross-borders. Ferry, I know Ferry, we know Ferry in it because they've won a couple of things. Uh, top Out, they're not in it. Spade, they're not in it. Loch Lomond, they're in it. No oh, tours. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny because uh, Loch Lomond, I'm fighting through this, and haven't, I, I haven't seen them crop up that often Which, for awards. See, the weird thing is, I, I'm going to, I'm not, it's a shame because... It's because they're too busy doing tours. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, just, uh, can I just say, Holy Goat won Best Sour Beer. Which is fine. But, no, but, like, if you were to, like, Holy Goat, like, who are... Like, but then, so then what I want you to do is, is say, is find out the nominations for Best Sour. Because I, I fucking, I can put a tenner on it, Vault City. It wasn't Holy Goat against Vault City. So, no, there's, f- Fine Ales got a... Uh, um, the silver, thank you, which is fine. And Barney's got a, but this is a postmodern Pinot Noir vintage, like so. That's obviously like a wee barrel aged number or whatever. But I'll see if I can find it. Well, which I, is fine. I, I did. I, I, because I've not Aye. got your house is fucking in the middle of nowhere. I don't have. I, I don't have list there. I've, and it's just like if you're going the best sour in Scotland, you're going to say, well, it's. Either going to be Vault City or or Holy Goat, and it, that's apps. That's a fine fight. You'd be like fair play. It's going to be. It's either been going to be a gold or a silver for the pair of them. There's only five. You got the. This is. I'm bringing it up. There was now. five finalists in Best Sour. Vault City was not a finalist. Well, because the I gamble because well, they never entered themselves no, exactly. in the awards. Yeah, <laughs> but Overdone have done some good sours this year. Aye. Uh, um, <clears throat> <laughs> two, there was two Barney's beers, a fine ale, a holy goat, and a Stuart. That was the finalists for best sale. But Mark, it just it just stinks. But well, he, like, like so, me. how how long has Orinoco been going from Vagate? Uh, I mean, forever. forever. So then, for it for, for it to be for stout wise, looking at dark beers, uh, Orinoco. I think Orinoco won, incidentally, and then you've got. Fierce Cafe Race, I think that was bronze. I think was sure. bronze, and I, for the life of me, can't remember what was silver. Was it? Got silver? Was it? Mocha chocolate, mocha, 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 mocha. Oh no, they got gold. Sorry, they got gold. Volumes brought that mocha chocolate, suck your mocha. I mean, that, it's that the same fucking beer. Best out. I mean, and we know we we know how much we love Cafe Racer, right? And and Cafe Racer is 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 probably up there with our favourite one of your favourite stouts ever. Aye, right. Really? Just give some fucking new beer. Right, I'm go- though- if I go back, so if I go back very, very quickly to the best servers, I found the full list. So, like you said, it was it's Barney's um, Pinot Noir, Barney's Sherbet Sour, Fine Ale's Origins, uh, Home, Holy Goat's Number, and Stuart's Isle Isle Gateway Sour. Let's be honest here. That list should only consist of Holy Goat and Boltsy. And maybe some other. I think there'll be some really good sour beers. Aye, like more right. out there. Let's, I just... let's not cast aspersions on on other people. No, and, and you know, but 
But if 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 you took a poll, if you took a poll of Scottish like the craft beer drinkers, right, and you said who makes the best sours in the country, right, and you had a poll, uh, Vol and and Holy none Gold of, none of them are going to no, come. They, they, they're going to be in. It's like it's like you know, it's like England winning the World Cup this year. Do it. Oh, right, <laughs> but Argentina. And Brazil and Germany and France are the best teams, though. and Croatia and you know yeah. Spain are not there. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point? You know, it was like when Celtic won all the elite titles when Rangers, <laughs> Rangers won the in the top division. Oh, 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 oh open a can of worms there. So that's that. You know, but but that's that's no, what I'm getting at. You know, it's like saying, oh, this is the best, but all these fucking amazing things weren't considered. Yeah. So. It's a, it is a fair, it is a fair point. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not touching the Rangers Celtic King, but no, I, neither am I. It's, uh, it's a good, it's good. I just, I think until, um, <laughs> I think until the it's, and I, it's a it needs to be if, if they're going to call themselves the Scottish Beer Awards, there needs to be an even playing field. It needs to be fair. You can't, can it be? But if folk are not going to put their beer in, or it to needs be to be judged, in big, then... it needs to be in big bold letters to say that these awards were Aye. only for beers that were entered Entry. by the actual people that made them. Right? You know, in order in order to be considered for these awards, you needed to enter your beers yourself. Right. And if, if breweries didn't want to enter their beers, then then that's Here, up to them. Here's a t- I know. I don't know if we can do this. Probably not. We can. Because there's probably you probably need there's probably like a specification sheet like oh you need to you need to have brewed x x number of liters blah 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 blah. If the beer fridge podcast brewed a beer and put it in every category, it's the same beer though. Best out, I'll be If we infiltrated it and put our own beer in, oh, there's no need to infiltrate. It's just a, it's just about producing enough. They send to the people who are judging the beer, surely. Infiltrate sounded funnier. Right. <laughs> There's quite a lot of the Aldis, though. I don't know if we can bring enough beers. Find it. Why not find it? Why not find it? Game on. Game on. Let's do it. Next and find, year. And find Next year, it. Beer Fridge Podcast. Let's come up with a recipe. And Billy see it. Shilling. If, if we Best can. Best ale. <laughs> Best ale. <laughs> Best New England IPA. <laughs> If we, if we can, okay. there's not been a hop within five hundred yards. <laughs> right. If we can put a beer in and see what happens, right. that uh, that for me would be so interesting. At least we would know that if we put a beer in, we might get an invite to the fucking awards. Well, no, but it, it's just the finalists that go the winter. Oh, <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure we know somebody that might. Uh, well, so we've only asked for the last two years. We know, we know about four or five people that judge it, and then we've. I think we've pestered the Scottish Beer Awards quite enough. If I incident before it, they were like, "How? Why? We we actually sent a message going, why are we not judging this?'" And they said, "Oh, they sent us a, a form to fill in." To judge. <gasps> can I just? Say, we can put an AMB in. We can judge it. Can I just say ten? I, I think we should start. This is right now. With listeners, and we need a hashtag or shroom, and we just every post that goes live is BFP at Scottish Beer Awards 2023. 
that that's working that over that and we'll get it on the next the next episode um i think that's got that's got legs that's got legs that is, damn right. that sounds funny as fuck can you imagine by the way that's it we'll just get a big campaign going can you imagine? Uh, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be fucking hosting it next year. <laughs> that's right, that's how we're going. Fuck Dez. Or whatever his name is. Dez Clark. Whatever Dad, who does it? it? Doesn't, Dez doesn't do beer. Uh, it's, it's, one, it's one of the boys for the radio. He's got a face for it, that's why. He done a series called Dez, Dez Doesn't Do. Oh, does he? I did it. I live in England. Uh, right. Joke was wasted than me. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> he doesn't watch Sally. Uh, I love that. He done, done, done a series called Days Doesn't Do, and it was like Days Doesn't Do tattoos. Oh, so he right. went to like a big fucking tattoo festival and then got a tattoo at the end. And then it was like Doesn't Do Kids, and he, he got to look after a Wayne and all that kind of shit. Again, that, Why did you watch that? I, I was, it must have been <laughs> after a podcast one Tuesday night and fucking, you know, couldn't be asked backstroking up the stairs, so. Fell asleep to Dez doesn't it do. Must have been a, it must have been a pretty predictable show. Dez doesn't do kids, and then probably not the best thing to start with. There. No. Dez doesn't do beer, and then no. all of a sudden the tattoo one beer. that I found funny. To be honest, but hey, ah, there you go. Let's walk away from that before we get into Can trouble. we just can we just pass a comment on how little of Quencher Cherry fucking ah uh, you're nursing that tail by the infused sports beer Mark's actually drank I haven't touched it since I took the second nah. drink the first uh, at the start that's no move since we're two, two beers in that's no move it's not touched mm. it I'm just I, I want to talk about this beer that I'm drinking like, just now on. and it's a uh, old jock <laughs> from our friends at Broughton um, and this is this is a limited edition I believe um, so limited that they couldn't spare the glue to stick the, the labels on um, it was the labels, the, the labels, the labels <laughs> actually been sellotaped onto the bottle, it was which I love. In the back of the thing, <laughs> which uh, and it's a champion double ale. Um, it's an OG recipe, actually, like I, proper OG. Yeah, it's delicious. It really, really is, mate. It's and, and it's a it's a blend of malt stout and handcrafted Scotch ale. So it's got your chocolate and roasted barley, but also pale ale and crystal. So it's 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 like a sort of dark pale ale in colour um, and it's you know the hops uh, uh, which I love about, about, about Broughton you know we, we, we talk about them not being sort of craft and, and you know you know producing the same sort of beers over and over but but they produce everything that they, they put everything on the labels that I want to see uh, um, so it's it's Pearl First Golden Fuggles um, and it's absolutely delicious it really is it's really malt forward um but it's got a really pleasing bitterness at the end. Um, I, it's 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 exactly what I'm after for a proper ale. To be honest, it really is. It's uh, see what I like about this sort of thing. This is like your style. Of but it's my bag, mate. It yeah, is. It I is. mean, and, and we, we we talk about we sort of scoff sometimes at, at that sort of style, but I think Broughton's Hoppo is is still one of my favourite beers. Um, and whenever I'm in the supermarket, I'll buy two or three. Um, and that that sort of style, that that jock, that jock style, whether it's old jock or stout jock or or you know this one, um, the double jock, we'll call it. Um, it's uh, I, it's it's absolutely my bag. It really is. Yeah, it's it's quality beer. I've got to admit, like it's it's traditional um, Scottish brewing, in all mm-hmm. honesty, and it's all, mm-hmm. uh, and Ian the head brewer. 
fair play to him because him uh, he manages this thing by himself uh, and the it's all uh, kind of brewed old old school is the easiest way to put it without going mm-hmm. into too much detail but it's flavour flavour from malty beer um, and I mean I think that's got a really bitter finish no. really, you know I mean I think that would even be bitter enough for you at the end I think it's better enough for you. Nothing's better enough. I I I I like it. I think it's really nice. I, like I'm slowly, very much kind of going towards that more traditional style of beers, just See to kind of explore. That that cast would be I think would be <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I think that'd be fucking delicious. We can make that happen. <laughs> just um, get me a cask. Just get a hand pull on the house. Eh? You've seven days to tan it though. <laughs> So, like that, nah, I yeah. could manage that. <laughs> it's like eighty pints in forty liters. Eighty pints in seven days. But it, it does exactly what it says in the bottle. Eight pints a day, right? Like it is. It's it is roasty. Die, but fuck it. It is roasty. It is malty, and there's a wee bit of kind of. I want to say chocolatey. No, it's got it, it's got the uh, the roasty barley chocolate and roasty barley. Oh, there you go. Bingo. Ha um, I just said something right. It's really funny though because like we obviously we review some of the um, the, the kind of more like craft Alan forward. Partridge. Oh, uh-huh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we review some of these beers that are you know tropical and fruity, and that's the kind of like modern style. Mm-hmm. And I think it is really nice to kind of like just take note of your roots, traditional beers, and there is. Uh, a number of breweries that do traditional really well, and we've talked about like you don't have to be. Well, I, I find myself, I find myself seeing the supermarket nowadays. Like, obviously you got the cans, four foot milk cans. Oh you yes, the bottles, mate. I, no, genuinely, I've honest to God found myself drifting towards the bottles and going, oh, what's over there, and picking myself up a couple of bottles, which incidentally are all fucking cheaper. And granted, I don't know if that's. I feel like I'm becoming a proper old man looking at all the bottles, but no, there's stuff there that's it's good stuff, Aye. and it's proper like it's, traditional. There's a, there's a reason it's been done the no, same I know, for exactly, years. Exactly. We, we joke and we know we want the new things, and we still want the Aye. new things. We still want the new things. However, you know, there's a time and a place for a. What's that? That's a that's a double five, five six. six right? Five point six. Yep. Five percent. Five point six percent. Like a double. Uh, like yep. traditional ale. Traditional ale. I can see if you said to somebody, oh, I've, I've got a double." They probably want, and they get it a, a can. They're going to want six, seven, eight maybe eight percent. Mm-hmm. But then when you say double ale, and it's five point. What does I say? Five point six. But that's that is full of flavour. Well, the old joke traditional, the like the the version of old joke that is the most common is six point seven percent. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it is. It's in there. But... No, cracking stuff. Cracking stuff. Um, anything else you want to add? Because nope. I don't think so. I think. Uh... I think the, the definite thing to add is uh, we're going to try and brew a beer for the next year's Scottish Beer Awards. 
Um, I think we, I think it is a thing that needs needs to be done, whether that's by ourselves or in collaboration with a brewery. And if, you, if there's a brewery out there who listens to the, us, surely it's going to be pilot. Surely, <laughs> aye, it needs to be pilot. Um, a social media campaign, absolutely, it, man, isn't it? Isn't it? Pilot and, and beer fridge podcast collaboration takes the Scottish beer awards by storm. Who is up for the infiltration slash um, challenge? Um, Give us a shout as norm, as normal on the. Old social media or on the email at the beerfish podcast at gmail.com. I nearly forgot it there. Yep. This is what happens. I don't have my notes. I'm doing, the, I'm doing this off tap and heat. Free ball. Free ball. Um, give us a shout. That um, Definitely, we're up for this challenge and it's. I'm actually quite excited. I'm, I'm, gonna lie. I'm, on, I'm in. I feel like it's one of those like Ant and Deck kind of. Ant versus Deck. Ant versus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need to get two breweries and it's <laughs> Clum versus Delk. <laughs> Fucking yep. <laughs> okay. Right, well, Game on, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Dark beer and appeal. Thank you. Every uh, end of the every category. Every single category. Best so. Well, fucking look at the, the top out that we had. We said it was so. Aye. Fuck it. We can do it. We can do it. Uh, feel free to get in touch, like we said, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, face, uh, beerfishpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, make sure you subscribe, hit the ding along link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Feel free, as always, to get in touch with us by the, those platforms as well. Uh, the Beerfish Podcast is the home of real beer, real brews, real opinion. Five star rating and hit us up on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Beerfish Podcast. Until next time. Beerfish Podcast.